Have you seen the trailer for the new Lion King movie? It looks absolutely amazing and beautiful. The trailer starts out with a classic like sun coming up and the sky is pink, it's beautiful, and this big glowing orb of the sun. And you see the, the sweeping, moving um, kingdoms, the scenery, the animals. It's all just beautiful. And then you hear the voice of James Earl Jones come over the screen. And he says, a king's time as ruler rises and falls like the sun. One day the sun will set here and will rise with you as the new king. And then you get that classic shot of Pride Rock where he holds up little Simba over the thing and all the, all the animals bow down to him. And then at the end of the, the trailer, there's a scene of the sky and the stars are coming through and all you hear is a voice and the voice says, remember. And it's really an homage back to the original sequence, the original film. And the, the climax of the film is when the little lion cub, cub runs off and he leaves the, the kingdom to, to be with his uncle. He decides to forfeit it and he goes off into the wilderness and sings Hakuna Matata and doesn't care and just throws away all responsibility. Meanwhile, the kingdom is in disarray. There's famine, there's drought, there's darkness. And we hear this invitation for him to come back. And the, the most powerful scene, I think, of the entire movie, actually, I think of any Disney movie that's ever been out, is the scene ultimately where he sees his father again. And so, as in all Disney movies, the father is dead, so Simba's got to have some kind of interaction with him. And that, that funny monkey, remember, Rafiki runs up to him and he says, come, come and see, and they're running through the woods, and they get to the end of the woods to this opening, and he opens up the tall grass, and Simba looks down, and all he sees is his own reflection. And there's a look of disappointment because he wanted to see his father. And then the monkey says, look closer. And he taps the water. And so you could tell he's like, he's really trying to see his father and he can't see him. And then all of a sudden he hears a voice. And the voice comes from the sky. He hears the voice say, Simba. And he looks up and he says, Father, is that you? And in that moment, all of a sudden, the father says to him, the winds pick up, and you see, you see this lion coming in the clouds. This is a Christ figure, if I've never seen it before. And this lion coming in the clouds, and he says to Simba, he says, remember who you are. Remember you are my son. Remember you are the king. Remember who you are. And then the voice trails off. Remember, remember, remember. It's like a sacramental scene in the movie. I love it. And then at that point, Simba realizes who he is. He goes back to the kingdom. The kingdom is absolutely destroyed. It's dark. There's famine. Everybody's dying. And he goes back as the king to restore it to its rightful place. And that is Disney's version of a theophany. Okay? What is a theophany? A theophany is, I'll tell you the Greek, the theophany is theos. We all know that that means God. And phioni, think of like epiphany. It means the manifestation of God. A theophany is a manifestation of God. Theophany is going to happen right here at Mass. Theophany happens every time we come to the Eucharist. And it happens in this cloud. And so we hear this image of the cloud. I just want to go through the readings today. I, I looked it up. Clouds are mentioned 150 times in Scripture as referring to God. 150 times. And I went through all the different times. I'm just going to give you a few to kind of refresh your memory. So in Exodus... The glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. In Leviticus, God said, I will appear in the cloud. God came to Moses in a cloud. God makes the cloud his chariot, we hear in the Psalms. 
The Lord is riding on a cloud, we hear in the book of Isaiah. The cloud filled the temple, we hear in Kings, Chronicles, Exodus, Ezekiah, all these prophets. Thick clouds were God's cover to Samuel. And then we come to Christ, all these images of Christ. So we hear in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, a cloud was on the Mount of Transfiguration. So in that theophany, there was a cloud surrounding them on the mount. He says, the Son of Man will come in the clouds, all three Gospels. In the book of Revelations, in our reading today, he is coming in the clouds. In Thessalonians, we will all be gathered together in the clouds. And here we are, right now at Mass. In just a few moments, incense will be brought out again for the consecration, for the blessing of the gifts, so that we can all be brought together in the clouds. Because it's here that God reminds us who we are. Just as Jesus, when he was baptized, a voice from the heavens came down and said, you are my beloved son. He says this to us at every mass. You are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. We experience a theophany. And so often we forget. We forget who we are. We forget who he is. And the reality is, no matter how bad our kingdom gets, no matter how bad our country gets, no matter how bad our world gets, we have this Christ the King. The feast day is called Christ the King of the Universe. We have this King of the Universe who God has sent to restore order. So we have this King that's going to make everything all right. He's in the process of making everything all right. He's in the process of restoring. So I just want you to think of you in your own life. Right now, maybe your life seems beyond repair. Or maybe your marriage or your family seems beyond repair. Or maybe at times, things here seem beyond repair. Christ the King is able to manage it. He's able to deal with it and to bring order. But far too often, we forget. And so this Sunday, as we celebrate Christ the King, and we together come together in this cloud of incense and the liturgy, remember, remember who you are, and remember Christ is King.